Welcome to the podcast station where we share exciting stories, interesting facts, lots of laughter, and lots of hope as we talk about caring for our human bodies in the 21st century. We have one ultimate goal, and that is to help you develop a newfound perspective and sense of appreciation for the incredible human body that you're living in. If you would like to join us for more educational courses or professional certifications, see us online at www.holistichealtheducators.com. Great to have you with us. Oh my goodness. I am so glad that we're doing this topic. This is like literally how to live cheap and and survive and be healthy and excited and have your kids healthy and not worry about disease. And I tell you, there are so many new things you can do at home. And I know, no, 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 that after you're done hearing this, you're going to be inspired to make some of these changes. Even if you have all the money in the world, you're going to be able to make some of these changes because you're going to have better health. And so I'm, I'm super excited. Are you excited, Amy? I'm so excited because it's a big, uh, sometimes it can be a mental block or it's so discouraging to want to be healthy and feel like it's out of reach, you know, and certain things are just totally out of reach. So I'm excited to hear your top hacks and I'll share my top hacks um, for what, yeah, just what we've discovered over the years are the most affordable way to reach your health goals. Well, and I think health is a big thing and there's main components to health. Just like there's main components to nutrition, fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, there are main components to health, air, water, right? We need to be careful grounding. There's some very basic things when it comes to health that are for free. You can do all of it for free. You don't even have to buy a grounding mat or a grounding sheet. There are so many things you can do for free. And I think that's what I'm most excited about. And having, having, spend a lot of money raising children and having 11 kids that just does it to you. You look for ways to save money and, and wanting the, wanting to have vacations and, and do all the fun things we just had. We just were naturally very careful to spend our money where it was necessary. And and that was our health. And so, I mean, literally we didn't make a six, I didn't make a six number income until just a few years ago. And so raising the kids, that's where all the money went. And um, so I'm excited. So I'm going to just jump right in there with how in the world do you get food that's cheap? Because that's like the number one, number one thing everybody's asking, right? And there's a there's a few hacks out there. Number one, I am not a coupon person because a coup, coupons are for crap you're never supposed to eat in the first place. However, some of these local or smaller school, um, stores will have like, oh, they'll start customizing their their, their coupons to what you actually buy. And so you might start getting, oh, organic bag of carrots half off, you know? So like find out ahead of time if you are working with a, 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 sorry, a store, a grocery store that customizes to what you purchase. Because then, hey, then getting some coupons from that store is actually gonna benefit you because it's not gonna be for Oreos, which we shouldn't be eating, and, and potato chips, right? Um, and if you're like me, you walk into a grocery store and half of it, okay, three quarters, you're never gonna even look at. Um, and But you really wanna get a better deal on the foods that you need. Um, and all I can tell you is there is so much waste in every single grocery store. Remember, we owned two grocery stores. Ours were organic organic, we had very little waste because we had licensed kitchens and everything went into soup. Um, so we had very little waste, of course, and then I had starving children, which weren't really starving, but Amy eats so much and don't tell her I told you that. Anyhow, and so like these, these, these grocery stores give away food. If you can find a smaller grocery store that's more mom and pop run, they are happy to give you all of their produce that they pull because they have to pull an apple or they have to pull a banana or some grapes. They pull things all day long that 
anybody else would eat, but they can't sell it. So we actually ran when we only had one, two, three, I think we did it for a few years up until we had maybe four children. I actually ran a food pantry out of my house. I would go every Tuesday and pick up hundreds of loaves of bread from a couple different uh, grocery stores in the area and then produce. And I would put it all in our kitchen and it was free and through our family room and outside the door and people came every Tuesday and they all got free food. Um, and sometimes I'd pay something for the boxes of groceries, but it was amazing how much food we got. And we probably did that. We did it longer than just for four children, maybe up until we had five, probably the first seven years, we were able to do that because we worked. And some of the grocery stores we worked with were bigger grocery stores. And some of these big grocery stores have laws where they can't give anything away, but that doesn't mean you can't buy it for $5 a box, you know? And so really, if you're really in a pinch and you want to get better food, please go and look at the grocery stores. And I'll tell you, like, we have a grocery store here in town. Their organic section always looks awful because you can get organic food everywhere else. And so they just carry it. I think to be cool, but I know they don't sell it. And so like someone should be reaching out and being like, Hey, your organic section always looks awful. Can I take all the food you pull every day? Like, okay. like you, you know. could reframe that message though. You may want to consult a, um, a public, a, a representative before you. <laughs> Okay. Yes. You may want to do that, but it, <laughs> yeah, don't be cutting on their produce display, but it, it's just recognizing that there's a lot of waste in grocery stores. Restaurants are the same way. Sometimes they just, they ordered too much of something. It's don't be afraid to ask and don't be ashamed to ask because it's horrifying how much produce we put back into the ground as just garbage because people don't buy it. Amy, do you know that I'm, I was going to look the number up. Wasn't it more like almost 70% of the of farmed groceries actually get thrown away because they don't get sold? It's a huge number. I don't, I don't remember it being that high, but I do remember it being alarmingly high. It would surprise, yeah, it would surprise you. Between what 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 gets wasted at from what not, doesn't get sold and then what gets purchased by the consumer and then gets tossed out because like yeah. the head of cauliflower you meant to steam never got steamed before it went slimy. Um, but yeah, I remember, so there are organizations like what you're talking about um, all over the place. We have a TNC who runs one of what you're talking about out of Provo where she contacts the, um, you know, grocery stores, contacts restaurants and collects excess food. And she runs like an alternative to the food bank just to make that food affordable for families and to her own family. So that, that type of, uh, situation can definitely be replicated. Um, and that's really cool. And I was just going to mention you get, you, you kind of upscaled that when we moved to the property in Neno, where you continued kind of that co-op format and just started buying in bulk from companies like Cisco and then having like neighbors and other large families buy in um, just because buying individual, you know, if you went to an organic grocery store and you're trying to feed seven people at home, that would be like $800 sometimes from some of these mom and pop shop grocery stores. But if you went ahead and uh, ordered like from Cisco or did some type of co-op and had other big families also buy in um, and then just divide it up like a whole case of apples and then a whole case of lettuce and then a big bag of wheat flour or a big bag of almonds or whatever it was, then you just save so much more and get so much more produce out of it. So that can you, you know, and, we, and they have organic. So Cisco, because Cisco will coordinate with like Albert's Organics. There's there's all these big, there's a, only a few really big companies, but UNFI does the same thing. And anyone, anywhere can set up, well, not anywhere, obviously in Europe, but UNFI is a company very local in the United States of America. And so is Cisco that most people can set up an account with if you're going to do a co-op. And then you get, you know, you charge three or 6% more. Um, so you can do it that way, or you can even order in bulk for 
from your local health food store. If you're like, hey, I'm going to order six, you know, six cases of produce and 15 cases of grain. You don't have to do anything. It's just going to come into your door and come out your door. And oftentimes they'll give you just a 10% markup. So then you can afford to split it with people in the co-op. Yeah. Instead of 33% markup or whatever mm -hmm. it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another, that was, that's another big, I just remember growing up, I would joke with my friends, we got our food delivered in a, in a semi truck because it was so much more affordable to get like order half case of lettuce than to buy like, you know, individual, not that lettuce is even that much money, but you know, two to $3 a head pieces of organic lettuce or get a half case of apples or get, you know, all of our food came in half cases or cases. And so, um, yeah, that was a really cool way to definitely save money and buy in bulk. Thankfully we have things like Costco now. I don't know if Costco was even around at the time you organize the co-op. Mm -mm. Costco does that whole buy in bulk thing for you now these days. So that's a huge advantage to the consumer. But anyway, that's awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to mention about the like the food bank alternative on the food part. No, I have, cause the, the three, the three things we're going to really kind of focus on, even though it'll, everything will fall into that is then how to save money. What, what can you do at home to stay healthy and what products should you spend your money on? So we'll get to those in a minute, but Amy, why don't you talk about what you did in college? Cause you did the same thing. A lot of the, your brothers and sisters did in college and you did. Yes. yes. So, um, my top I had three top tips here. Number one was farmer's markets, just because you can save so much money at uh, farmer's markets and uh, um, uh, any kind of like marketplace where you can pick deals with the people who grow the produce or who are distributing the produce. So I just could get, I could get 30 dollars worth of produce from a farmer's market, you know, apples and cucumbers and lettuce and potatoes and onions and whatever I needed to eat that week for 30 bucks. And that would last me a week. That was amazing. Um, then when it comes down to cooking, um, just um, cooking big batches of meals that can last you a few days and um, really utilizing beans and cooking beans on your own. If you buy like a can of beans, that might be like a dollar or if it's organic beans, it might be $2 or something. But if you can get a whole pound of dried lentils or dried black beans or dried chickpeas, you can get a whole pound of that for 99 cents at most stores. And that will give that will yield what several cans of canned beans or canned lentils or any kind of canned soup would. So I did a lot with lentils beans and beans in general. Um, I do recommend soaking those beforehand, soak, rinse, and then, um, and then soak, rinse, and then use. And so like lentil beans only need to be soaked for like two hours, two to six hours beforehand. Black beans, I would typically soak overnight. Um, and they get so, that just helps remove some of the enzyme inhibitors and um, can improve digestibility. So I usually, like a lot of people who like pass a lot of gas with beans and stuff like that, they'll find that that isn't the case as much when you soak the beans. So anyway, that's what I did, like lentil bean tacos, one great thing you can do with lentil beans is just um cook your lentil beans and then open up a can of salsa like you can get big jugs of salsa for like five bucks and then just use that with some taco seasoning to season your lentil beans and it's a amazing taco meat replacement um really high in protein and fiber and minerals as well so um i would do big batches of things like big batches of soup big batches of like lentil bean tacos and you can keep that in your fridge like all week long and then just like meal prep um whatever you can with like lettuce and tomatoes it's like really eating out these days like just adds up you, it's hard to get like a good meal for less than seven to ten dollars and so meal prepping, like there is no way that prepping produce and fresh food ahead of time is not more affordable. I don't care what state you live in than eating out all the time. So just meal prepping and then utilizing beans. And then obviously, um, 
um, beverages, just sticking with, I mean, this is like a no brainer, but like sticking with water um, is so much more affordable than buying beverages at like grocery stores or gas stations, I mean, which adds up really fast. So those are just the top things. Yes. Really, that's all we ever drank growing up. We never had milk. We didn't do any of the drinks and your friends came over all the time and no one ever complained because we didn't have juice or anything. So don't be thinking that, oh, you have to have stuff for guests. No one's, you really don't. Lemon flavored water and cucumber flavored water and what we did, cinnamon flavored water all the time when we'd have gatherings people people aren't that don't and it might be more in your brain than theirs but i just wanted to throw that in there because you grew up on all that water yeah yeah and then the bit yeah totally just water is really basic and then the biggest thing obviously is just tracking so there's like apps you can use right now to track i still do it old school because i can't figure out the apps to save my life so i still use spreadsheets but that saved my butt in college i got i would stress if i went over 32 dollars a week i would like average it out over a semester and i'd be like oh good i spent 20 28 dollars that week 34 dollars that week i was like feeling guilty if i broke 35 bucks for a week on food and now i'm like i don't know how i did that honestly Granted, that was 10 years ago. So inflation is a real thing, but I'm just saying tracking food expenses can help a lot. And um, there's definitely ways to make it affordable. So those are just my top tips on food. So awesome. we can start moving on now. Okay. Let's talk about supplements. Cause that's like, I've never in my life seen so many supplements being sold for everything. And I just can't tell you enough I know the scientists, you guys, this is so important to know. Like one of my friends is like a master scientist on essential oils. He has spent thousands of his own money. And he's written what, 11 books, have his own money. And he'll take essential oils from MLMs and from Whole Foods and from Walmart. And he'll do, he'll run all these private tests on them. They're like 250 bucks a piece. Um, and, <laughs> and a lot of these essential oils are the same thing. He's gotten things off of Whole Foods shelf that are the exact same thing that I was spending 90 bucks on through an MLM. So like, just, just be aware that all supplements, many of them are created by the same people. And even like your MSMs and all the, the charcoals and the betonite clays and all your enzymes, a lot of these are the exact same product, just put into a different bottle marketed by someone different and then charging more. So I'm going to give you my very favorite things that I think you need. And I know this sorry, I am an expert because I have 11 children and we raise our family on a budget. So I am an expert on this. I'm self-claiming that. Hope that's okay. Um, oil of oregano, very number one thing all of you need in your home. The minute someone starts getting that little cough, the little itch, oil of oregano, oil of oregano, oil of oregano. Now there is a new supplement called ADP, which is emulsified, more concentrated oil of oregano. I love that. I have that in my home. Oil of oregano is wonderful. Not the essential oil. Get the tincture oil of oregano. Um, and you can also make this. I mean, it's easy to make tinctures, so you can make one as well. But having oil of oregano is by far, I think, one of the most important things. And having garlic. Have garlic in your home because garlic on the bottom of the feet on top of some oil, boom, you're able to get rid of so much congestion, disease, inflammation, cleans the blood, garlic in your food, lots of salsa in the lentils and the beans, garlic, 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 um, and then healthy oils. Please don't buy Crisco. Please don't buy margarine. Please don't buy vegetable oils or safflower oil or any of that, but you want really healthy oils. You want you that you do want to put your money into that. So organic extra virgin olive oil. Yep. $17 a bottle. Yep. That's what builds your brain. That's what you want. Every piece of oil, everything you, everything you eat that has oil in it builds the brain as well as organic coconut oil. Those are the top two oils. And then tea seed oil, kind of hard to find, but tea seed oil, absolutely fantastic. Um, and then homeopathy. 
I literally, we raised our children the first 12 years. I only used homeopathy. I, I used some herbs because I taught about them. So I had some herbs, but I did homeopathy exclusively for 12 years. It's cheap, extremely effective. Um, and it's just, it's easy to have on hand. We did keep ours in a, like I, I got a paper box and I put metal on it so that there would be no frequencies going into it. But homeopathy is amazing. And you can go to websites like Borion, B-O-I-R-O-N.com. And you can just put in your ailment and then boom, they'll give you suggestions that you can list test or you can muscle test or you can read about and then decide which ones to take. So oil, oregano, homeopathy, um, garlic, please eat organic. Now I got to share a story with you because this has been my life, right? And we've had wellness stores and grocery stores and lots of staff, amazing people, loved every one of them. And one of the women that worked for us in our Wisconsin store, in our grocery store, she's, when she started, she had four children and she was married. And I'm like, and she was like, Karen, I really want to eat organic, but I can't afford it. I said, I promise you will save more money if you go organic. She's like, no, it's not possible. I said, yes, it is because of the brick weight. You're going to spend, you're going to spend more money per pound on an organic apple, on organic celery, on organic cucumbers. However, there's so many more nutrients in organic food. This is by far true. Okay. That you are going to get full faster. You won't eat as much and you'll be healthier. So she took it on herself for the next six months. She kept track of all the money that she spent on food and, uh, and how she fed the family. And they went to organic everything. And she, after six months, came back to Karen, we are saving money every month. I'm like, I know, you know, you, you just do. And what's really interesting is when you eat organic, when you have a very nutrient dense profile in the bloodstream, you aren't hungry. You aren't craving food. So you will not be eating chips. You will not be drinking a soda pop. Those become very toxic by nature because your body doesn't want them. Your body doesn't crave the sugar. If we get rid of candida, well, now we're saving ourselves a ton of money because candida is why you crave that little bit of sugar, why you crave that, you know, that, that cookie and that soda pop, just a little bit of that. And so literally the body cleans itself and then maintains a very healthy um, weight and composition off of healthy organic food. So I do recommend eating organic. If you still don't believe me on that, please at least go to ewg.org, Environmental Workman Group, um, and look at the Dirty Dozen. It changes every year, depending on what pesticides are sprayed where. Usually it's always celery, organic, spinach, grapes, right? This is the main, the mainstay potatoes that you want to get organic no matter what. And something that helped me because when I had about six or seven children is when I was like, oh gosh, you know, this is getting a lot, this is a lot of money. Um, especially when I was really pregnant or just having a baby, I wasn't working as much. And I obviously worked out of my home and our offices because we had the children there. But um, EWG, they, they rate their food from 100 down to zero. So you can actually find, oh, organics, are, you know, or, oranges are right in the middle. I'm going to buy non-organic oranges. I'm going to peel them and I'm going to get them from a safer, you know, farmer. And you can research the farmers. The farmers who are awesome are going to tell you what they do. They're going to show you pictures of their farm. They're going to be very excited. So just research where you're getting your food. Um, and then the only two peppermint, there's a couple essential oils I do recommend. So again, this is cheap. You go out and buy this stuff right here. You're not spending much money and then you're done for a long time. So oil, oregano, homeopathy, please eat organic, have garlic always, um, a good healthy oil. Don't ever buy the crappy stuff again. 
two essential oils, peppermint and frankincense. If you can only get two, those are the two I would get um, because they're both extremely versatile. Um, frankincense is amazing for headaches, for absolutely anything really. Um, and I'm only going to talk about those two right now. Uh, but again, that's what I would recommend. Amy, what do you, what do you think on that? I loved that. That was so concise and exciting. Now I just back you up. I wanted to mention the um, homeopathy company you mentioned. Uh, it was by Brian. Brian. Mm -hmm. They have a great app where you can do that. Now I downloaded the app because okay. like now when, now when my friends get sick, I was, uh, I usually just put their, their things. And I remember, I remember growing up in our household, we had the little packet and under cough, there's like is it a upper respiratory cough or, up, or lower respiratory cough? Is it dry or is it wet? Is it crackly or is it not? Is it painful? Or, like all these different types of subcategories of cough, you'd, they would all lead to different homeopathy. So now the app's great because then you go under cough and then it drops down and then you can look at all the different symptoms of cough and then find the correct homeopathy for that. Um, but yeah, homeopathy, everything you said, I just back, that's exactly how it was growing up. So that was awesome. Um, and I definitely noticed the difference and I'm so happy you brought up nutrient density um, because you definitely do get such a bigger bang for your buck when it comes to improving the nutrient density of your food. So I love that paradigm shift you're making about like, okay, it's going to cost more on the front end, but it's going to be delivering way more nutrients to your body. So I loved, loved, loved that. Um, and I was going to mention too, when it comes to food, because obviously I was for sure, like on an insanely tight budget, my first few years of college, I've loosened up a lot because I also had a paradigm shift about how much money I spent on my food. When I realized the more I spend on my food, the less I'll spend on lotion for my face, the less I'll spend on new clothes to cover a body that I, that I'm not comfortable in, the less I'll spend on, um, energy drinks. You know, I look at raspberries, it's four bucks a container. I'm like, Oh, it's four bucks. I don't know if I can afford that. And then I'm like, you know what, what I spend four bucks on some type of like stupid energy drink at a gas station if I was really in a pinch you know it's like yeah probably you know so it's like just shifting the way we look at food is like what other categories am I going to save money on because I'm investing in my food I'm investing in my food and so when I had that paradigm shift I was like totally fine spending a hundred bucks a week because I mean as soon if your budget can afford it because it just expanded my realm like hey I'm not going to be spending the money on makeup to cover like issues on my face because I've got health issues. I'm not going to be spending the money on more and more clothes or whatever the, whatever the categories are, especially medicine and healthcare. It's like start reclaiming some of that budget back into your front end investment in your health. And it'll help you justify it better or like feel more validated and in investing in your groceries. So that's just another way to look at it. So I absolutely love everything you mentioned, Karen. Um, there's only one thing on that. There's only one thing on that list I wanted to add. And it was, um, the how much money it can save you by addressing the emotional component behind health issues um because you definitely saw this in your practice over and over and over again i've seen it in my own health where like someone will come in for an issue and at first, if you just treat it for like, you know, it's like, okay, you need, you need this herb and this vitamin D and this type of, uh, you know, therapy for your body itself. And, and maybe whatever they're dealing with, the symptoms will subside. But if, if the core emotional root of that issue is never addressed, it's going to resurface in another form and another health issue. It's going to continue to resurface until the root of it is addressed. And I just can't believe how much money 
um, investing in like different forms of therapy or, or things for your emotional health can save you because like, I'll give an, a really recent example. I was having a lot of pain in my jaw and my mouth. And I was so worried that I had developed, um, an underlying dental infection from my most recent root canal removal, because I would just sometimes just get this, like, just as jolting pain through my mouth. And it was right around the time of like all this stuff coming out with mandates and a lot of public health policies that were very deeply, deeply upsetting to me. And I, I never, I didn't, I was not speaking my mind in certain spaces where I was, where I was existing at the time. And I had a lot of suppressed like thoughts and opinions and passionate feelings that were never coming out of my mouth. And, um, and so I just kept having this pain in my mouth, pain in my mouth. Never thought it had anything to do with emotions. I was like, oh, I got to go in the dentist. This is going to cost like a couple thousand bucks to fix. Something's wrong. Like, I don't even want to think about it. So then I go ahead and have a meeting with one of my mentors. And she's like, oh, your mouth's hurting. She's like, cool. Let's, you know, she pulls up Luis's, you know, you can heal your life and like opens it up to mouth. And she's like, oh, I see here you have like suppressed um, opinion or unspoken opinions and suppressed truth. And like, you're not, you're not lined up with your core belief systems. And I was like, what, you know, and it, I knew exactly what it was about. I knew exactly what it was about. And then I made 40 memes that weekend <laughs> that got everything off my chest. Don't worry. I didn't post them. But anyway, I just had to like learn where I could like speak in my truth. And like, I was like, wow, what can I align in my life? So I feel more authentic with speaking what matters so deeply to me. And my mouth went pain, went completely away after that. And so talking to emotion code experts, it is so fun hearing their stories because they're talking about people who are about to get knee replacements or hip replacements or go into surgery or like dramatic things are happening in their health. Um, got it, Harold. So dramatic things are happening in their health and uh, they alleviate some type of subconscious stressor. Maybe they were carrying guilt from feeling like they couldn't be there when their dad had a stroke and they didn't know about it. And they just carry the guilt of that their whole life or, or the fear of this or the being trapped from this or being stuck with this. They release those emotions and then their health issues go away. So I'm just saying, I'm not saying it's purely emotional because obviously you and I are both big believers in the nutrition, in the physical body, in like doing the physical things. It all matters, but the... Uh, um, the emotional component can just be a game changer. So that's the only thing I was going to mention is like uh, addressing the emotional component. And then I will actually, since we're on the topic of preventing surgery, while we're on that topic, because um, for an average family of four, healthcare, total annual healthcare costs are up to 28 grand a year between what their employer pulls from their paycheck, what they pay in health insurance premiums, and then what they pay in out-of-pocket medical expenses, 28 grand a year, okay? So if we're really talking about saving money, we have to talk about how to prevent, um, uh, not, not that I would ever discourage someone from seeking medical care because I am a big believer in, in seeking medical care when you need it, get a second opinion, get three opinions, go in if you're sick, don't delay seeking medical care. But if you're looking to truly prevent expensive healthcare costs, you have to look at the natural alternatives to taking care of your back pain, to taking care of your leg pain, um, to different forms of sicknesses. And I love, we have some, we have some massage therapists and some myofascial release experts on here. Karen, I can't even, they, there's no amount of stories 
there's not enough time and data to share the stories of people who were weeks away from entering surgery and they came in to see you and you referred them to a myofascial release expert and they were able yeah. to take care of their sciatic nerve pain or take their lower back pain or their shoulder restriction that they were going to go get reconstructive surgery on, like just by actually addressing the fascia in the body and our, and, and getting the proper physical therapy, how many surgeries can be alleviated from that. So those would be my two things between like physical therapy and obviously the cheapest form of physical therapy, if you can't afford to go in is yoga, just in case we're all curious about that one, yoga and foam rolling and massage balls. You can get a little massage ball and just, I, I didn't have access to massage therapy for 18 months one time, but I had a little massage ball and I was up against the wall every day, digging that thing into my back, doing exercises on the ground along your gluteal crest. I was about to get up and show you my little, my little rear end here, but you have a, glute, a gluteal crest right along the back. You guys, that needs to get massaged, get a little massage ball on your butt and roll around on that around your butt. It's one of the most under uh, served areas of your whole body is, is releasing those attachment points along your gluteal crest. So anyway, there's a lot of forms of self-care you can do for physical therapy that will save you so much money in needing to go get actual physical therapy and in potentially developing debilitating back, um, or debilitating body pain that would lead to surgery. Okay. okay. I'm done. I'm done with my part. Awesome. How was that? How was that Karen? That was great. That was great. That was great. Um, and we're going to jump into, okay, so what do you do? Where do you spend your money or how do you save money? So this is kind of fun. You're going to love this. So take note of this. I did want to mention moms. I know you're saying to yourself, oh, but my kids, they need their soda and they need their chips. And they, I'm telling you right now, if it's not in the house, they won't eat it. They want to go to their friend's house and spend their friend's mother's money on that crap. Go for it. If you don't bring it in the house, they don't eat it. So you parents out there, no excuses. I will tell you what we did. We had potato chip Wednesday. So the kids got potato chips every single Wednesday. They were organic and they were in coconut oil and they tasted fantastic. And we had chocolate Friday. So like you can still bring in these fun things. It just doesn't need to be in the house every day. Have other fast food, question, you know, quote unquote, in the car, have all your trail mixes and make the bars, get my recipe book. It's, that's how we raised our family for Pete's sake, 700 recipes in there. So like you can make all these amazing things at home. You can dehydrate, you can do all these fun things. And now you can practically buy them everywhere and be able to save that money. Okay. I do want to jump into what to do. So here we go. So grounding, like these, these few things I'm going to mention first are the way to heal the body period. This is what I do for a living. Grounding, 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 dig a hole in the ground, put your naked body in it, or as much as nakedness as you can be, cover yourself over the dirt and ground. You want to get rid of chronic illness. This is the way to do it. Now you can't don't do that in the backyard in a city because there's too much gray. There's too much stray electricity running through your back wall, your backyard, but you can find a place up in the hill in the mountain, over by a lake, in a stream, somewhere outside of the city more. You can even test for ground current these days. There's lots of things you can do, but grounding, grounding, grounding. Yep, if you can get a grounding sheet for 35 bucks, great. Get a grounding sheet and get a little grounding tester unit. So before you plug that sheet in your wall, you test to make sure your house is grounded because I've been in many homes where one wall is grounded, one wall is not. Figure that one out. So make sure that we test those things. Breathing. If you are not aware of how much just the breath can lower your blood sugar levels, lower your, your racing heart, get rid of anxiety and stress, everything. Breath is amazing. And the one book you could buy or rent or take out of the library is called Breathe uh, by James Nestor. Phenomenal book. It will, it'll just knock your socks off if you oh, have breath, no idea. Breath. 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 I always Sorry. say it wrong. I always say it wrong too. I say it wrong too. Nestor, the new science of a lost art. Incredible. Wonderful. Book. 
phenomenal book. Um, and then the, the third main thing, so we're grounding, we're breathing, uh, we're drinking water. That's There's four main things here, drinking water that is filtered. I literally, EWG just put out a new, um, a new link. They test all the water, like throughout all of America, and they post the results. My water, right? Sitting here in Southern Utah, 1,633 times more arsenic than is allowed in the tap water. Now, of course, we don't use tap water, not even for noodles or rice, because I won't let that in the body. However, I take a shower in it. I have a filter, but not for arsenic. How do you filter arsenic out, right? So literally pop on there, put your zip code in. Absolutely amazing. If you need a good water filter, Hydrazorb sells the best filters. Get, just to get a good filter. This is another one of my scientist friends. He's the one who developed Life Straw and all the water purification systems that are being used. But get a really good water filter. So you're drinking clean water, we're breathing air, and then the exercise, Amy, like you said, you can exercise for free anytime of the, and I work with people who have no money and they'll come in and be like, okay, Karen, so how do I exercise? I'm like, well, then do you have stairs? Good, up and down the stairs. Do you have, can you walk outside? Great, you know, walk up the hill, walk down the hill, walk to Main Street and back, like find a way. And then I do I do stress interval training, even if they're walking, I'm like, walk really well for like three, three and a half minutes, and then walk like you're going to die for a minute and a half, and then walk for three and a half minutes, and then walk like you're going to die for a minute and a half. So there are many things you can do. You can watch free online videos all over BitChute. If you still are a YouTuber, you can look on there. There's so many good exercises out there and videos. What was that, Amy? Oh yeah, YouTube and, and apps. There's a lot of great exercise yeah. apps these days too. I don't think I don't think good exercise programming has ever been as available as it is today. Minus when we grew up in prairies and tribes and like actually moved our bodies. That was probably the ideal fitness regimen. Yeah. Like if your task today is go hunt a buffalo, I would have signed up for that. But anyway, so yeah, okay. exercise programming. And uh, um, there's even breathing apps as well. I was going to mention there's some great breathing apps. What was I'm that holding my I'm holding my lips shut. Can you all see that? I had two more things, and then you can take over. Um, oh laughing. Oh my gosh, do you have any idea how much laughing helps the body release endorphins and and relax from stress, and it helps you sleep better? If you are not laughing every single day, please, please, please find something to laugh at. There are so many fun movies and fun shows, and oh my gosh, you can just rewatch all of our podcasts fourteen times. Like just just find a reason to laugh. Find people who you hang out with who laugh. If you're hanging around a bunch of dreary dopey, live in a cave, the world's going to die. I mean, everybody's dying. Everything's evil. Everything's rotten. Oh my gosh. Like don't get out of fear and find the people who are going to lift you up and make you laugh. So again, look at your surroundings and, and really raise up that vibration by trying to laugh as much as you can. And then dry skin brush. Just had to put a plug in there because a dry skin brush is 15 bucks. You can get a good dry skin brush brochure. Um, and I, I, I it, it moves the lymph. It improves the health so much that right then and there, everything was free that I mentioned, except for getting a dry skin brush uh, and a chart. But those are things that you can do at home. Okay, you take it away. No, that was all. Just backing up everything you said. All of those self-care techniques are almost like all completely affordable. The only thing I was going to mention about grounding is it's not completely necessary to get naked and dig a hole and go in the hole and then bury yourself. You can actually walk barefoot on grass and that counts. But I do think there are extra bonus points for getting in the water. I remember in the, if anyone's seen the grounding movie on Amazon Prime, it's an amazing movie. We have some studio audience reaction in the room. 
of people loving it here. Um, but it's such a good movie. And the gentleman who um, first discovered or like talked about grounding, he was the same gentleman who invented modems, actually. But he he recalled like growing up around Native American tribes. And when, if someone was like deathly ill, they would actually put them in the earth, like not to die, but to, to receive, to be healed by the earth. And so like, that's a very, very real thing. I remember sitting in on, or I've, I'd have friends who have come to you for consultations because they're trying to conceive, you know, they're like, they're having a hard time conceiving with their spouse. And so they'll come into you for a consultation and then they'll tell me after like, your mom told me to go get naked in the mountains. I'm like, oh, sounds like a normal Tuesday. Sounds like a good, uh, sounds like a normal consultation. I'm glad she didn't leave that part out. But, you know, they'll be like, what the heck? It's like, girl, you got, you know, you got to go fix your body's electrical system. And it like immediately brings down inflammation, immediately improves your blood flow, immediately alleviates um, some yes. of um uh free radical damage in our bodies so i just love that you mentioned yeah from grounding to breathing to laughing to stretching to self-care physical therapy these are all amazing affordable ways to feel exponentially better from anywhere without having to spend money so i think we pretty much covered a lot of bases here over the past 35 minutes so i don't have anything else to add to that given our time frame today um but thank you for mentioning all of that karen well it certainly was Fun to, it was fun because this is such, this is so easy to do and it might sound overwhelming, but it's just not. So go in your house, get rid of the stuff that's going to cost you, that's going to cost you your health. Because if you look at a piece of food, everything you eat is going to give you energy or take energy. That's that period. Just think of it that way. Well, see, when you go downstairs, you open the cupboard and you're looking at a Betty Crocker cake mix from four years ago, throw it away. Like, or old soups that are non-organic and probably an arsenic laid in water, throw it away. You don't need it, right? Like there's so many things that you have access to in your home that you probably don't need and then replace it with things you will grab. You can just do that. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your top tips, Karen. Um, I was, I was super grateful to have grown up in that party house we had. So yes, thank you very much. And we will see you on the next podcast, everyone. Awesome. You guys have a great day. Those of you who are live, stay tuned. Yay! Hey, thank you for joining us. I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you would ever like to connect with us in person or live online for webinars, course certifications, events, conferences, parties, go ahead and check out our upcoming event schedule at www.holistichealtheducators.com. We would love to connect with you. We also host weekly live question and answer sessions. Until then, have a spectacular day.